0: Four, three, two, one. Hello, internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Doves. I'm Andy. And if you're hearing my voice right now, I am under the weather, and I apologize if I kind of let go off to the side and cough a little bit. But today, our movie of the week is The Cloverfield Paradox. Now, if you remember, during the Super Bowl, a surprise trailer came out of this movie. And I thought it was going to be in theaters and ended up being Netflix on that day. So, we decided... Which is also
1: interesting. I feel like that'll be a big part of the conversation, too.
0: Yeah. So, we're going to talk about that movie. But before we do that, we always go into what the hell have we been playing or watching. Andy, what have you been playing? Looks like Um, a lot.
1: Yeah, well, only two of those are games. I played. I played in Beat in like two nights. It's a short game, which is unfortunate. Octodad, Deadliest Catch game was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on playing Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartender Action. It's a it's more of um, a visual novel than I was hoping for, and it said that on the, the game's page. It's not like the game's fault said visual novel and then some other stuff but you're you're just a bartender in the cyberpunk future of 2070x it's it's fun i like the story and characters Mm -hmm. i watched what what did i watch i watched some anime junk more pop team epic i started an anime called space adventure cobra which uh i just went to the crunchyroll website and hit random and it's what it gave me and i really liked it so it worked out nice And over the weekend, I watched a ton of the Rainbow Six Siege Invitational in Montreal, which normally I don't like eSports stuff, but it was in my Facebook feed, and they said if you signed up for a thing, you got charms in the game. I said, well, okay, I'll watch it for like an hour and see what the hell's it about. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Um, It's fun watching people who are way better than I'll ever be at a game that I like, and they revealed... Uh, a bunch of stuff from season three of siege which looks cool they're they're trying to be like overwatch now and they're gonna have like a, a one month event called outbreak and it's it looks a lot like left for dead to me but it's cool because it's like a three-player co-op story driven thing which is something siege hasn't done i heard but yeah, i did all that shit did you play any games it looks like you played a few games you played one game that i'm very fond of at least
0: yep uh, before we do that, I heard that in the Rainbow Six Siege Invitational, Penta, is that a person or a team? That's the
1: team. That's the name of the team,
0: Penta Sports. Yeah, I heard Penta did some crazy shit, like, and ended up winning the tournament, if I'm yeah, correct. Yeah, the
1: the last round was pretty intense, because it went into overtime at the end, and it was like, one, one team won two rounds, the other one won two rounds, and um, I think in the final... Normally it was best out of five, but they were doing. Best. I can't remember. Like I, I, I have an extra wide monitor, so I kind of put it on the right side of the screen and did stuff on the left side of the screen. So I wasn't watching it nonstop, even though it was the final. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, it was it was pretty thrilling toward the end.
0: I like esports, and the only thing I watch yearly is Evo when they do Street Fighter tournaments.
1: Yeah, Evo is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so watch out for that in August. I can't wait for that. <clears throat> but me on the other hand, I've been I kept on playing Neverwinter because uh I am doing my Elfwood uh Ranger and uh doing some quests. It's fun, it's addicting actually. Uh it kinda reminds me of when I used to play WoW. So like I'm doing uh quest and all that shit. Yeah. And I I like playing solo for some strange reason. I don't know. You know, when you do parties in while it's kind of like you have to be a team player. And I don't want to be a team player. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of Fortnite. Now, I'm stepping away from PUBG for a little bit. Because... Apparently yeah, a
1: lot of people are doing that.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of hackers in that game. I mean, every encounter that I've been with, the the kill was shady when I died. And I had a report...
1: That, that for, really sucks. It's It's not... It's not PUBG's fault, but whenever a small-time developed game gets big real quick like that, that's what you have to compete with, and it just really sucks. Well, that's how CS: GO. I mean, it's still yeah, popular yeah, Counter-Strike now. Yeah, Counter Strike is exactly what came to mind when you said that.
0: Yeah, and it's it's not big like it used to be because of hackers. So yeah. And um, I got a code from Epic Games saying, "Hey, we know you like Fortnite and." We know you uh alpha tested the new Unreal Tournament and they gave me a beta code for Unreal Tournament.
1: Badass. How's and that?
0: It's fucking amazing. It <sighs> it brings back the old Unreal Tournament and stuff.
1: That that game is very much on my radar. That looks pretty pretty fun, pretty thrilling.
0: It's good on PC. You don't need to have a great PC to play it, too. Good. So uh uh do you remember Quake Arena? Or not Quake, yeah, totally. the 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 browser Quake that they came out with like years ago.
1: Oh right, um, didn't we talk about that not on this show but on a previous show? Yeah, I
0: think on Geek Drive when. Yeah, we... that's right. But uh, it's kind of like that. Just it's in its own Epic Game Launcher instead of a browser, hmm. so so it's awesome. And I I, I was just. It brought a smile to my face, because that's like one of the first first first-person shooters that I actually played and liked, because Unreal Tournament is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's all I've done. Uh, I'm still reading my book, A Thousand Pieces of You, about the time travel book, and speaking of books, I do have an announcement later that I will be talking about.
1: You're writing a book. You wrote a book. You published a book? Close. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but we'll, t- we'll we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But All right. let's get into our movie of the week. Good. The Cloverfield Paradox. Um, to quickly give you, and I, and I mean quickly because I'm not gonna go into deep depth of like what happened in the first Cloverfield movie. A fucking monster came in New York City and destroyed shit. Yeah. And, and the movie it,
1: came out in 2008. It's a found footage movie about a kaiju attack on new york city
0: yeah and that's all Probably you need to know
1: the best thing you can yeah i mean there you go that's the whole movie
0: yeah uh but but before that movie came out uh jj abrams did a lot of like a uh alternate reality game uh like he had a like fake website of like a fake company and all that shit like he had slusho in there which slusho is in every jj abrams uh project even the Kelvin uh, gas station, uh, which Kelvin is uh, his grandfather's name. So he made a gas station and everything that he has. But <laughs> uh, to quickly go into 10 Clover- Cloverfield Lane, um, John Goodman, they're all in the bunker uh, because the end of the world is happening because he thinks shit's going down and yada, yada, yada.
1: He's not completely wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. At the end of that movie, you see aliens, and it's not the Cloverfield monster. So, like, oh. that was the reason why people got upset at that movie. It's like, it's not the Cloverfield monster. It's a fucking spaceship with, like, tentacles and shit. Oh, that's fucking so, weird.
1: I had, full uh, last week I said I was going <laughs> to try to watch that and Cloverfield Paradox, uh, some some family nonsense came up and I didn't have time to do that. So I haven't seen 10 Field like
0: Yeah. So jumping to when the Super Bowl that had happened and seeing that this movie was going to be in space, I will admit I was kind of weary about it. I was like, uh, they're trying to go in for the alien feel to it. I was like, I don't know if I did. There's
1: there's a scene in this movie where I was like, is this just Alien now? Like the guy when he's on the table? I was like, this is Alien. This is, now I just want to watch Alien.
0: <laughs> it had the feel. But uh, I wouldn't say it went full Alien. <laughs> you should always go full Alien, by the way. Um, but to before we get into spoilers, I want to say the movie was okay. I thought the writing was... Uh, Good because J.J. Abrams loves. He didn't write it, but he produced it and it produced it, and I'm pretty sure he looked over the writing, writing and all this stuff, and it was like it's it's a good movie.
1: Mm. So are we are we just gonna go ahead and give our impressions of the movie straight up here at the beginning? Yeah, because I've been thinking about this a lot, especially while I was watching it. So uh, you liked it? You said
0: I thought it was okay. Okay, uh, I liked i'm kind of biased because i like the cloverfield universe and yeah i i'm
1: starting to i'll tell you what like i like i like the idea of having movies in the same universe that aren't necessarily the same genre found footage kaiju um drama suspense kind of this one's like a sci-fi horror it's really cool Mm
0: -hmm. it fills a plot hole and a lot of A lot of people that don't think in movies probably are not going to pick up on this. And I'm going to try to explain it later on. But it explains why the monster was in the first movie.
1: And I I want to reference um, Super Bowl night uh you and i were having a facebook conversation about the stuff that was being revealed we talked about that han solo teaser a little bit Mm -hmm. and we talked about this and i hadn't seen the trailer because i wasn't watching the super bowl because i'm a big loser and i'm boring but (laughs) you told me about this and at first i was like oh it sounds really cool but i think after you told me what it's going to explain where the monster came from i think my first reaction was I never really needed to know where the monster came from. Like, I didn't care. Like, when I saw Cloverfield, I wasn't like, oh, I'd enjoy this movie a lot more if I understood where this monster came from. Like, I, that wasn't really the point, I didn't think. I, but it's okay as the genesis to tell a new story. That's fine. But if that's the only reason that this story needed to be told, then they shouldn't have told it.
0: I see where you're going with that. But as a person who followed the ARG game that J.J. J. Abrams did, and... Watching the first movie, analyzing every scene possible, where at the end of Cloverfield 1, you see something fall out of the sky into the ocean, and everybody's saying, is that a satellite? Is that the kaiju? Uh, and there was a bunch of uh, like other stories that were coming from these fake websites that were made, saying that uh, when they built the oil rigs in the ocean, it... Uh, Woke up the monster and everything,
1: hmm. so which obviously isn't what happened. No, um, there's something I need. Okay, if you know a lot more about the meta narrative to the Cloverfield movies, um, the first Cloverfield was it supposed to take place in the near future? I just thought it took place in 2008 when it came out.
0: Yeah, and I will discuss that later on. But oh. what, what did you? Let's get this out of the way and go straight. Oh, what did way, I say? Yeah.
1: Um, I was overall i was disappointed i think um i was trying to figure out how to put this into words the movie has a lot of really good well-written scenes and moments there's a lot of there's a couple scenes that are like genuinely scary and and suspense building there's a couple jump scares i didn't care for but there's a few times like like when she's in the 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 woman's in the wall and she's screaming Mm -hmm. that scene is like really eerie and stuff i like that part um there, there's lots of other, like, little elements I like. I love Chris O'Dowd. It, like, it messes with the tone of the movie, having him in there at all. But he's just great. I like, I like him a lot. Um, but all these nice moments didn't weave together into a good movie, I didn't think. I thought, I mean, not, not just the narrative, but the tone of the movie is all over the place. It's like him losing his hand, and then it moves around, and they don't explain that. That's, like, kind of funny. But then the rest of the movie is supposed to be like sci-fi, serious, and horror. Oh. And I wish they'd have chose – like if, if it had been like a dark comedy or a light kind of thing like that and they'd have gone full-blown, haha. his hand is writing them a message kind of thing, that would have been a good movie. And if they'd have avoided that and been really serious and had like a sci-fi, horror, alien-style spaceship movie, that could have been a good movie. But I don't think they could decide what they wanted to do. Um, the acting's good. Uh, oh, I hated, why did we have to follow her husband driving around with that little girl? I feel like the only reason they did that is so they could have that last
0: scene where yeah. he's like,
1: don't come back, tell <laughs> him not to come back. That scene, that's the only reason he was a character at all. That, and, pi-
0: that pissed me and off. And it pissed
1: me off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that pisses me off. And also I was, I, I didn't understand. It's like a twist that her kids are dead and they reveal that her kids are dead in the exact same scene where... It's like resolve to like, oh but they're alive here. Like why did they keep that a secret? Why why wasn't that a plot element right off the bat? All oh, her kids are dead, so she decided to go to space.
0: Yeah, I, I thought I, I don't I didn't know why li- that's a twist. Why does that need
1: li- to be a twist?
0: I didn't like the main character at all. Actually the only character I liked was the woman in the fucking wall.
1: <laughs> yeah. She was good. I did like the main character. Like I thought she was she was a good actress. She could convey I mean, when she was scared, I could tell she was scared and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like Chris O'Dowd, even though he didn't belong in this movie whatsoever. Um, I like, uh, oh, I like the German guy a lot. He was, it kept bugging me. What is he in? He is um, Zoller. He's the famous soldier in oh, Inglourious yeah. Bastards. I had to look, as soon as the movie stopped, I got on IMDb and looked that up. But yeah, he was in Inglorious Bastards. That was bugging me that whole movie.
0: It's funny how he was a German here, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was German in this, too. Um but then but then Chris O'Dad was like Italian or something? I don't know what what was up with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um to answer your question about the arm thing and saying like we weren't explained, they kind of did and it was like a copy I understand like
1: the rules don't apply. Yeah. Whatever. I mean but it's such a convenient like brushing away in a movie that I mean, obviously it's a bunch of shit about quantum entanglement and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too picky. I guess that being said, I did enjoy that stuff. Like where he gets his arm sucked into the wall and it's like, it's scary, but he's not in pain. It was kind of funny. Like I, I, I enjoyed that scene. I also like the scene where the, the hand is crawling up the, the hallway or whatever. That's, that's funny, but it didn't match the tone of the rest of the movie mm-hmm. to, to its detriment.
0: Yeah. To kind of like go into the story a little bit, in the beginning, uh, resources are going low. Uh, countries are starting to get a little iffy with each other because of the resources. We're pretty much on the brink of war. And you can see in the beginning scene where uh, the main character and the husband are in a car and along long lines you get gas and all that stuff. And then the power went out. Uh, the premise of them being on that space station uh, is to create the uh, everlasting uh, power uh, called the God Particle.
1: Yeah, they're going to use the Shepherd this, this crazy device, to create free energy for the whole world.
0: Pretty yeah. Much. And, you know, they start up the machine, and I believe the first one failed, and then they try it again.
1: They've and- been up there, like, the movie jumps ahead, and they've been up there for, like, is it almost two years or two years or something? I've tried a bunch, and they only got enough energy left to try it like two or three more times.
0: Yeah, three times, uh, and they do it, and then they come and they end up like on the uh, the other side of the sun because they're like,
1: "Where's the Earth? Where's the Earth? Oh God!" And by the way, that pissed me off too. That scene was so frustrating because these are all all like super intelligent people, and later it turns out that Chris O'Dowd understands constellations anyway why didn't they not just look at the sky to figure out where they are
0: to I, look
1: for constellations i was so frustrated by that and then later that's what they fucking do anyway
0: mm-hmm. i i didn't like it didn't feel like they were scientists at all they, I felt, yeah that was
1: my first like as soon as that happened i was like oh they're gonna look at the constellations and if they can't find anything familiar they're gonna be like way on the other side of the galaxy, or so. Which I thought was what had happened. I thought they transported themselves to like some crazy who knows place. But mm. oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: it kind of reminds me of the Armageddon where they fucking send up oil rig people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: but these people are actual like the best of the best scientists from around the world. I mean,
0: I guess uh, not. I the only thing I can say is like me not seeing the Earth. Maybe that would be like, oh my god, what the fuck did we just destroy the Earth with this machine?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I do kind of get that. Like they had, they thought that they had just wiped the Earth out of existence, which is a scary. I mean, that that was interesting. It's like, oh, we're all alone. Also, we just killed eight billion people.
0: Yeah, and before that, he, before they go to uh, the the other uh, alternate reality, uh, Donald. Lug, you know, the conspiracy theorist that they were watching on the. uh, Oh, the guy on the news. Yeah. Um, Funny thing, his name is Mark Stambler. Yeah. In the uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, Uh, John Goodman's character, his last name was Stambler. So there is a connection with those two characters. That's interesting. Um, But he said something interesting on the screen he's like if we start this machine up it could like send a uh ripple through time and space in the mm-hmm. past in the future and in the present so keep that in mind when i go explain it later
1: well he says he says it could unleash monsters, monsters. and demons and stuff I was yeah like, that doesn't sound very scientific
0: yeah and then all of a sudden then you they do a cut to the reporter and she's like demons right <laughs>
1: yeah i mean that that's that That's so, on the like, you watching the movie, I don't think there's a lot of people who watched this not knowing what Cloverfield was about. I mean, there might have been because it's on Netflix and it's really accessible that way, which yeah. I want to talk about the Netflix thing later. But uh, I think a lot of people saw that said, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that.
0: Yeah. Another noteworthy, uh, the reporter was also in 10 Cloverfield Lane. She was banging on the door of the bunker. Really? Yeah, so that's funny.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Moving on. Um, After they end up on the other side of the sun and they find Earth and everything, weird shit starts to happen on the, the ship. Uh, One of the guys, was it Mundy who got the worms in him? No, no that's not him. It was the uh, Russian guy, I believe.
1: Volkov, right?
0: Yeah. Volkov, he...
1: The most cliche Russian name they could think of at, at the time. <laughs> yes, uh,
0: I Besides thought Ivan. I thought this was weird with Volkov when he had worms yeah, in him.
1: Like I understand that like stuff just randomly moved around, and that scene where like the worms all burst out of him—that's terrifying and interesting. And I love like the kind of pseudo body horror thing where he's looking in the mirror and his eye gets fucked up, and he's always like messing with his skin. Yeah. That's really cool. I wish they had stuck with that longer. Again, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it was turning into this this. They were putting some body horror in their sci fi horror, and it was going to be like really scary, but then it gets diffused with like the goofy uh, Chris O'Dowd getting his arm stuck in a wall kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I I don't under the, the only reason I don't understand that is was the worms telling him what to do, because
1: uh, <laughs> I, I wondered that too. Like at first. What I wanted to happen was there to be like legit like space alien demons that were just like telling what to do. Cause that's what I kept expecting to happen, right? For there to be a monster on the space station with them. Yeah. Which yeah. Was, the, was clever. The movie totally set me up to think that. And then that's not what happens. So good job, movie, I guess, even though I didn't love you that much. But yeah. I don't. Yeah. I guess he just actually lost his mind.
0: It, he, he portrayed that really weird because I, I thought he was speaking to the worms in his head and he, he they made him do that by the way the 3d print gun was fucking cool
1: i guess it wasn't very like at the end where um the, the tall blonde woman is chasing around the main character i kept thinking like this this would be a lot this would be a lot more intimidating if she wasn't using like some goddamn fisher price gun <laughs>
0: very true i i just, yeah,
1: it's just like a little tiny baby i mean obviously it still kills people she still kills uh monk is the guy's name i liked that character but she she still kills monk with it and shoots up the the german guy so obviously it's deadly it's a gun but uh, it just looks so unintimidating and that's that's fine i mean it's 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 a sci-fi gun it's it's a 3d printed space gun that's fine mm-hmm.
0: yeah um it, who's d- does he shoot who who does he shoot again? The German, right? The Volkov. Yeah, shooter. well, he
1: goes to shoot the German, and then they then he he starts starts getting a worm thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he had I mean, a seizure.
0: He, he, yeah. Yeah, you know,
1: he, he has a seizure. That's it. He throws up, has a seizure, and they take him in there. And that's the scene where it's like, oh shit, is there gonna be a chest burster in his in inside of him or something? <laughs> but no, it's just worms. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that that's the. <laughs> and another... I
1: like that scene because that made me think. All the people standing in that room, you have to assume, most of them have probably seen Alien. Like, I assume that Alien is a movie that exists in the Cloverfield universe. So that kind of added to, I mean, I hate to say humor to this, the the scene that's supposed to be scary, but I, I kind of liked that thought.
0: Yeah, Um it would have been inter- interesting if they kind of, like, mentioned Alien. Like, oh, shit, that was, like, in the movie Alien or something like that. that would have been I cool. think I
1: said that out loud when I was watching. Is this movie about to go full Alien? What is happening?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, when that happens, when that Alien mo- moment happens, um, did they find the woman in the wall? Or was Volkov the... I think the worms were first. And then finding the woman in the wall was second. And she, I, mean,
1: no, I think they found her in the wall first. Oh, really? I think so.
0: Okay. It doesn't really matter anyway. Exactly. Uh, the woman uh, in the wall was kind of weird and interesting at the same time. I was like...
1: So... Yeah, they should have done more of that. Like, she's just in that cell for most of the movie.
0: Yeah. And when she's in the wall and I looked at her with all the fucking wires and rods and shit, I'm like, oh, she's dead. How can you fix that?
1: <laughs> it's the future of <laughs> East growth hormone or something i don't know like it glosses over like the doctor is doing stuff and then you see his screen and it's like cell accelerant or something and and it makes her skin grow back super fast yeah. real quick as an aside i don't want to talk about the technology in this movie um they have technology that will regrow people's cells super fast and they they can almost create free energy but down on earth they're still using only fossil fuels and stuff like i understand that that's kind of the direction we're headed anyway so it's not that much of a stretch of the imagination but there's some inconsistency with like the level of technology that society has in this movie i think
0: yeah i mean the way i see it anyway is in today i feel like the government has so much technology that is probably so advanced that we don't know Possibly. about it yet I
1: mean, yeah that's 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 probably true but I mean, this is a good enough time, I guess. I've been waiting to go on this aside too. There's some dumb decisions about this space station. I feel like that are only in there for the sake of um, the plot. First of all, they needed that thing to navigate. That the what do they call the gyro thing, right? it ends up being inside the uh, of Volkov. Yeah. yeah. Um. First of all, why is that removable? Like, why isn't that a permanent part of the machine? Like, he has to put it in that little science drawer, and it goes in, and it starts working. Well, why can they take it out? Does it need cleaning or something?
0: Possibly. The way I see it is it's like, I guess, a battery in a way. Okay. And they have to okay, keep now, on Okay, now second of
1: all, second of all, if that thing is so goddamn important, why do they only have one of them? Like, yeah. as soon as it was lost, I think I said out loud watching the movie, is it, they don't have an extra one? If this, <laughs> If this thing is what determines that they can do their scientific uh, tests with the energy thing and tell where the hell they are and communicate with Earth? Why don't they have two or three or 16 of them?
0: The only thing I could think of is because they were expecting to do this in six months, they weren't expecting to be up there in two years. So that's the only thing I could think of. Maybe they used up others. I think it was just poorly uh, uh, written.
1: I, I feel like they needed they needed uh why can't they talk to earth? Oh, why can't they do that? Um their their gyros missing. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I thought so.
1: One final thing. This one isn't about the gyro, but um you remember the scene where uh the 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 captain sacrifices himself to get rid of that extra pod? Yeah. Why can you only release it with that door closed?
0: I I I don't have an answer for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like why is that even a function? Is um, we, we're going to build a, a function into our, our bazillion dollar space station where you can eject a pod in an absolute emergency, but you're only going to be able to do it from behind a closed door, which guarantees your death.
0: I didn't really understand all the sacrifices in this movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, that one, that, that's nonsense. I don't, why, why, is? why can you only do it behind a closed door, which guarantees you'll die? That is retarded. I don't get that at all.
0: I think they had to kill off like most of this cast.
1: Yeah, they're like, this is a horror movie. Everyone except maybe two characters needs to die.
0: Yeah. So, like, they had to have two characters left so they could fit in that small escape pod.
1: (laughs) I guess. Well, there was, like, an extra seat in the back.
0: Yeah. They could have had the the blonde chick, but then she'd be in the wrong reality.
1: Yeah. When they were going to eject in the wrong reality, the blonde chick and the main character, and they were on the other side of the sun, wasn't that journey going to take, like, six months at least? Yeah. I mean... Us getting to Mars is going to take what years, right? It's like six to eight years. I can't remember. But, and they were going to be in a small pod on the other side of the solar system.
0: Mm hmm. I, you know, I, 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 I Again,
1: the technology isn't exactly consistent in this movie, which I guess is fine, but I, I, I don't know. Some consistency. The tone and, and the setting has to be consistent.
0: Keep in mind, uh, with this Cloverfield universe that they're building. Um with the last two movies that came out, they weren't written for Cloverfield Universe. They were yeah. kinda of edited and you could tell in both of the movies.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which I like I said, I kinda I like the idea of having a universe where they can do movies that are in different genres. Like this is a huge this is a ridiculous tangent I don't want to go down the Star Wars hole again so I'm <laughs> sorry but that's kind of what I want from like the Star Wars universe is okay yeah we're getting action fantasy movies all the time do something interesting do a a, a criminal drama or something like that do do, do a straight up comedy
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know, I want I want some variety with the same setting and that cloverfield is as far as I can think of the only the only big budget universe to do with something like that. So I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. And there is going to be a fourth one which I'll explain later. Yeah. Um to quickly go into the synopsis, we pretty much explained a lot and to go back on the arm and weird shit is happening on the space station in the other reality the space station uh crashed it was done or it was like floating in space or something. That's why the woman was in the wall. Um that's why the guy's arm was off because apparently it was off in that reality. So it just—it's the universe correcting all the mistakes and stuff. So I guess that's why maybe Volkov wasn't supposed to be there. That's why the worms were into him. I'm guessing in, in
1: that universe he's full of worms and a gyro.
0: <laughs> I—I'm guessing that he wasn't supposed to be there.
1: I, that was weird to me. Like their computer banks change. Like it has their pictures and videos and it has um the german guys chat logs from that universe in it
0: yeah so it was, but it was like-
1: still s their, their space station this i don't know, i i guess this is one of the few things where i kind of suspend disbelief like it is kind of interesting well that's guess. that's the unknown
0: like there is a theory that there is multi-universes and stuff and what oh, ha- yeah. what oh. happens when you know you enter that other reality does the universe try to correct its time because there's not supposed to be two of the same people you can't well in theory you can't because there has to be one of you and the timeline needs to keep going on but i i'm not a scientist so i can't explain this (laughs) um i will say the action and all the scenes that you were talking about, like them sacrificing themselves, even the end scene with the the showdown between the main character and the blonde chick, like I didn't really care for that. My payoff was the Cloverfield monster and learning about uh the Cloverfield stuff. So I guess I was a little biased on that. That's why I thought the movie was okay, because it it, it kinda answered my questions. And I was like, oh, I get a nice little movie on the side of it. <laughs> so yeah. so I thought that was cool. Um, Yeah, the reveal of like, oh my god, I, I killed my kids kind of thing. Because I, I forgot. What what happened with her kids again?
1: She installed, like, like energy is, is a premium. So she installed like some kind of a cell in her house that siphoned off extra energy illegally. And it caught fire and burned her house down and killed both her
0: kids. Yeah, that's what you get.
1: <laughs> so, so she feels guilty, not just because, or she she feels bad, not just because her kids are dead, but she feels guilty because she's the one who installed this illegal device that, that burned down the house and killed them.
0: Mm-hmm. And in, in this universe, because of her kids are alive, because she went on the mission in her universe, because of her kids.
1: Yeah. Like her kids were gone. So she felt like she could go to space, but in, in this alternate universe, her kids are still alive. So she decides to stay behind and she's like their liaison or something.
0: Yeah. I didn't understand that. I'm like, so you're going to go down to the earth and you're going to do what, are you going to kill the other you just yeah, so you be that's, your kids? I mean, even,
1: even the captain is like, that's ridiculous. That's, that's not your family. You're down there with your family. You can't go down there and like take her place. And she says, Oh, I have to save them. Said, uh, just, just tell, just tell the blonde lady. Hey, when you get there, could you tell me to uninstall this this thing if I did it? Mm-hmm. Problem solved.
0: Yeah. So but still,
1: I, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to have kids and then lose them or whatever. But still,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm like how you explain like Alien was in, has to be in that universe. Uh, you have to think that they know everything about. Time travel and ultimate universes and all that stuff. So it I mean, could really be a it, it could be different kids down there. It could not be the same personality of the kids that you had in your timeline. Maybe both of your kids hate you. You know what I mean? Like, well,
1: what she's doing is irrational, and I think everyone in the movie understands that what she's doing is irrational. But they kind of let it happen anyway.
0: Yeah. Um. To kind of like go to the end part where. They're in the escape pod, and they're about to go down in the alternate reality Earth. And the blonde, like, knocks her out.
1: Yeah, decides to be evil.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a weird turn. I was like...
1: They do they do an okay job of, she's like, oh, I'm gonna kill three people. I'm gonna save eight billion, because I need your... your, I need this space station to save my reality. Because cause in her reality, um, Earth has been at war for, like, 14 months, I think they say.
0: Mm-hmm and oh yeah that's another thing they're actually at war in this earth
1: yeah i guess i mean i guess i get it but they should have done more time setting that up like there's there's a news blurb when they finally start receiving stuff from earth and you find out they're they're at war and then she says oh i'll kill three people to save eight billion what would you do probably the same thing but I kind of wish there'd have been a few more conversations or she'd have been sitting around listening to news stuff or something else that, that set that up a little better. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like there was motivation and she was intimidating enough as, as a bad guy with a fresh surprise gun. So. (laughs) yeah.
0: And to rewind a little bit, the husband on the earth, which was the whole scenes that with him were like, so boring. Worthless. I don't understand the kid. Like, the kid didn't have to be in this movie.
1: Maybe that ties into the next movie or something. Maybe. I don't that know. Was, that was my best guess. Is Why is this little girl in the movie... That is the only thing... Because he says, I need you to contact me. He says a name. And then it cuts out. And then later it's like, I told I told her family. They're very grateful. And then at the end of the movie, I was like, that had no payoff at all. But then I read on IMDb that there's going to be a fourth one. I don't know, maybe it has something to do with that.
0: I I don't You're think not. so, because... It's in World War II setting, by the way. Um, But wasn't he in Australia, by the way, if I'm correct? Oh, was he? I I don't think it was. I thought
1: thought they were in Britain. Maybe I missed it. But her, her patch, I thought, was a United Kingdom patch.
0: Maybe. Maybe it was United Kingdom. Let's go with that. The kid was American, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I I thought the kid was American because I didn't hear any British accent at all. And I thought it was just weird placing of the the kid. I'm like, is the kid supposed to be important? What's going on? And uh, when they were doing aerial shots of the earth, I like how they had the outline of like a monster going around destroying shit. Even though it was like faintly there in the clouds. You could see something that was big and be like, oh, there's a Cloverfield monster. So at the end, uh, there was a big showdown between the the main character and blonde and eventually the main character wins and because uh, the blonde shoots the German guy and I'm like, oh, no, the German guy is gone, <laughs> but he's alive. He got shot, I, I guess, in the ribs, maybe. Looked like in his stomach area.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I... I, I... There's a lot of questions I had about the the gun wounds.
0: Mm-hmm. They, the prob- they probably she had, like... the
1: bullets out of them. They just kind of look weird. She only shot the monk guy once, though, and he dies outright. I, I don't know. I mean, guns. Movie guns. That's just the way they are.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So they escape, and while that's happening, like, the, uh, the head mission guy of this uh, space station calls up the uh, husband he's like oh your your wife's coming back home and he's like what you're bringing her back here no don't tell her to do that and i thought that was so- <laughs> I laughed
1: out loud actually at that part because the guy on the phone literally says we just reestablished contact with the with the station it's fine they're fine and he says oh, okay that's a relief and then he says oh they're coming back and he says, "Tell them not to come back." And he says, "No, we can't. We just lost communication with him. I swear, it's like three seconds later." <laughs> I laughed because it was like, "What? Well, which is it, you idiot?" <laughs>
0: well, I how when you're doing an escape pod, it's not like you could go back anyway. So, like, I would be yep. like, "Dude, they just launched, so like, I can't do anything." Uh, and by the way. Uh in the Cloverfield one, the monster was like the size of a skyscraper. In this movie it's it by the above, clouds. The cloud line, yeah. yeah.
1: So Which, it's a cool shot. Like I I kinda I was like, How big are these monsters? But it was such a cool shot I kinda let it get away. And plus it has like the one in the first one, like Shed's little tiny ones, maybe they grow bigger or something. Maybe. Maybe that one was like an adolescent, and then the one we see at the end of this movie is an elder or something. I don't know.
0: So you got to assume that they died or they got eaten while they were going I down. guess.
1: They, they were too close to that thing not to.
0: Yeah. Um, to kind of go on what's happening, in this movie, it's in 2028, I believe, if I'm correct. Uh, in the first movie, it was 2008. and in, Yeah, so what the fuck? Yeah. So when they did the God Particle, I have to believe, going back to that conspiracy theory guy, when you create a, time, a ripple through time and space and all these demons happening, each movie is in a different reality. And I think this kind of explains... Of the God particle going to a different reality, and so all-
1: it jettisoned one of the Cloverfield monsters back to two thousand eight, and perhaps by extension back to nineteen or yeah nineteen forty four. Whenever Operation Overlord is,
0: yeah, I think nineteen forty four is going to go into uh, a different. It's not going to be about the Cloverfield monster. It's going to be more of the 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 alternate reality shit that goes onto the fake websites of like. You know, uh, I keep on forgetting the name, but it starts with a T. It's like a Japanese company, and they're into. It's, so slusho is made with like this seaweed stuff that apparently makes your stomach happy. I don't know. It's it's in the alternate reality thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, but anyway, back to like the God particle doing a, a ripple in time one monster shows up in 2008 and in 10 Cloverfield Lane and you see these weird aliens. You have to think that maybe the mothership made it to Earth and is just taking over Earth. So that's the only thing I can come up with. And in 2008, in 2028, you had that big Goliath motherfucker. So eventually, there's going to have to be a, one movie where it ties everything in some way maybe or maybe they just keep on making these single movies and stuff
1: i think i'd be okay with that i mean i i liked the first cloverfield movie it's not like i i don't love 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 it or anything but it was pretty good i haven't seen 10 cloverfield lane yet uh this one i was not a fan of but like i said it had a lot of elements in it that i enjoyed watching like i i don't regret watching the movie but i didn't i don't think it's a good one mm-hmm. and uh That would kind of be okay with me if they just tied them together thematically in some way. And again, I'm a huge fan of doing different genres. Like, I like to imagine that Overlord's going to be like, I mean, obviously part war movie, but maybe stick the horror in there too.
0: Now, the synopsis, I believe, is uh, American soldiers infiltrate a Nazi camp and find out the Nazis were working on something and demon Nazis are some, somehow involved. <laughs> so.
1: Sounds like a plot we've heard before, but I'm personally not sick of that yet. I love the whole, the Nazis were doing the occult Indiana Jones Hellboy thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like interested. I'm like, oh, maybe it might be like an Indiana Jones kind of thing. <laughs> So, oh, uh,
1: IMDb lists Overlord as action horror mystery for some reason. That's interesting.
0: The mystery must be the, like, hey, this is what's <laughs> this is what the occult stuff is happening. Yeah,
1: apparently it's it's in post production. Is that true?
0: Yeah, it's coming out in theaters. By the way, it's not going to be a Netflix oh. movie. So, huh. I'm that guessing a, they might have like an actor like John John Goodman, like a big name actor in there somehow
1: let's see here
0: is it on oh yeah it's on IMDb
1: nobody 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 nobody. I don't know any of these people the director is kind of a, a small name too that's good though I mean let's get some new god, maybe this there's some dog
0: will stop god it keeps on barking
1: <laughs> so do you want to move on to talking about how this was released on Netflix and not in theaters
0: yes as this dog keeps on barking I'm really sorry everybody <laughs>
1: Throw, throw those dogs in the street.
0: Yeah, But anyway, uh, would you would would you, you have an opinion about it being on Netflix?
1: I like it a lot. I like that I got to see this movie and I didn't have to go to theaters. And that, you know, it's, it's really just no risk. Like, I can just watch the movie. I saw something on Net, not Netflix, IMDb, about how apparently they had released it to... Where was it? Maybe I can find it real quick. They'd released it to Netflix specifically because... God damn it, where was it? Oh, it was unsalvageable, according to Paramount, which yeah, okay, I can see that. Because again, the movie's kind of a mess, but there's obviously a lot of money in it. And it's not it's not worthless. Like the movie is entertaining in its own way. And I can kind of tell, like, again, like the tonal differences. Like maybe some different people tried to do some different stuff with it. So it was unsalvageable, so they stuck it on Netflix. I I <laughs> I can't get over it, but I like that a lot. I wish more movie studios would make some movies that they're like, yeah, whatever, kick that up on Netflix, kick it up on Hulu, whatever.
0: Yeah, because, by God, no film should be wasted. No, It shouldn't be like thrown out and be like, oh, this is shit.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, sometimes might... movies are shit, that's true. They'll find an audience, but I just, I don't know, I was, I was enjoying going back to the theater, and then recently I had a couple of experiences that remind me, oh, yeah, I hate the theater, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll always want to go to the theater to see the next big, the next Star Wars Blade Runner, the, the big old sci-fi. I need nice speakers for this. But, I don't know, for other stuff, I, I kind of want to just stay home, you know?
0: I think that's pretty much the future. I, I I think, unless they start changing, movie theaters are numbered. Yeah. Uh, But it, it won't be in our lifetime, I don't think no, so. No,
1: as long as everyone and their brother has to see every new um, Marvel Universe movie, then theaters are going to be fine for now. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I I I do like the fact... I like Netflix. The only thing I hate about Netflix is that it's raising in price now. Yeah. And... I mean,
1: as, as long as the value keeps up with the raise in price, because, you know, I'll admit it, Netflix has a lot of good stuff on it. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of original TV shows, and now they're getting movies and stuff like like Cloverfield and and uh, a couple other things they have are Netflix exclusive. Several movies, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, as long as they give me a reason to want Netflix, I'll stick with it.
0: Yep, I agree. So you thought the movie was uh, you said bad, right?
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, I was entertained it but if someone asked me should i watch it i'd probably say no i'd say your time is better used somewhere else
0: yeah my opinion was that it was okay i didn't really care for the movie that much but i did care about the cloverfield universe so if you're big into the cloverfield universe watch this because it answers some of your questions
1: yeah if you love the other two and you need to know more watch it if you love an actor in it I guess maybe watch it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But otherwise, eh eh. eh. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah, that was Cloverfield Paradox. Andy, what's your uh, pick gonna be next week?
1: Um, man, this is really uninspired, but Netflix added a a swath of movies last month and among it was a movie called Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. And I know like ten people that told me this movie was good and it's on my list. And like six minutes before we started recording, Dubs was like, What are we watching next week? And I was like, Oh, fuck, I forgot to get a movie. So I looked at my watch list and we're going to watch Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. It's on Netflix.
0: <laughs> so uh, remember to like, uh, no, not like that, uh, to watch it on Netflix and then come back next episode and we'll discuss about it.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about it.
0: And because uh, I know we have people that listen to us, Please comment and tell us what you thought of Cloverfield cool Paradox. Maybe you have a different different opinion on us. Maybe you want to tell us that we're stupid fucks for watching this movie and, you know, thinking this and that. I want yeah, to hear about it. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. Another thing to go back to the Netflix thing real <clears> quick <throat> a little bit, but this movie has been getting really bad reviews, but a billion people watched it. Not literally a billion, but a lot of people watched it just because. Super I Bowl. mean, how smart was that marketing announcing it during the Super Bowl and being like, oh, by the way, you can watch it right now? And yeah. um,
0: you're going to see next year a lot of Netflix movies being on. Yeah,
1: un- it was. It, it's, I think it only works with an established thing. Like it has to be something people recognize that they want to go see. Mm-hmm. But. It, it was. It's really cool, and that worked out for them because, again, even though the movie reviewed poorly, they got a ton of views for it. So, there you go. Pretty cool. Yep, yep. So wow. presumably, some of our listeners have seen this movie too.
0: Yes, and uh, we did get some hits on Throne of Blood. Nine hits. So nine people watched it. Uh, moving on to news that matter to us, uh, I have two. Uh, news to talk about. One really short news, because there is rumors that Spyro uh, is getting remastered and it's coming to PlayStation, I believe, since it's a PlayStation uh, exclusive.
1: know yeah, It was on PS1 back in the day, so that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I'm tired of remasters. They so should start making, like, new games. But I'll play Spyro again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to hate remastered, re-release, HD game of the year, re you know redos, but I don't know. Lately, I'm real big on them. Like, I got Bayonetta coming in the mail today. Hopefully, uh, I pre-ordered uh, Dark Souls, um, stuff like that. And I don't, I don't mind getting old games suddenly, like, especially if the price is right. Spyro seems cool. I don't know if I'll pick it up or not. Spyro was more, like. All the Spyro games are around, but it's because my sister played them. That was, like, her thing.
0: Mm -hmm. So you had Papa the the Rapper. Um, You had uh, Crash Bandicoot. And now we're getting Spyro. And Patapon, if anybody likes Patapon.
1: Patapon kicks ass.
0: Um, Let's get into my announcements. Andy, you were kind of on the mark for one of my uh, projects that I'm going to be doing. All But uh, here... If uh, I will explain it in the audio, but I have it visually on Twitch right now, of the logos of what I'm doing. So, I have three kind of shows or projects that I'm working on. The first show is called The Written Journey. And The Written Journey is going to be pretty much like a behind-the-scenes on my journey to write my first novel. So, I have... Here, I'll I'll put this on the uh, thing here because I actually do have outlines for it. I'm calling it season one because I want to write multiple stuff. So uh, the first season of The Written Journey is going to have 20 episodes. It's going to dive into my world building, my character uh, makings, uh, certain plot areas. I I have an outline of what I'm doing on that. Uh, And I'm actually calling it a podumentary. You know, like on DVDs where you have behind the scenes and stuff. It's kind of like that. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be starting March 1st. So the first episode of The Written Journey is going to be on a Thursday. And I will be releasing it and premiering it on Twitch. Because Twitch has this premiere thing where you can upload uh, videos and kind of play it like a TV station. That's cool. Yeah. So, let me put that on there. So, that's the written journey. I forgot to put it on the screen. Uh, every Thursday premiered on Twitch, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So, every Thursday at 10 p.m., it will be on there. Uh, the second thing I'm working on is called the Game Journal. Which, uh, I I think we explained it. I don't know if we explained it off-cast, uh, Andy, but... Uh, every time we talk about like gaming news, I don't. I I'm still on the fence about that because we kind of do talk gaming news on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean we're both gamers. We always it's always what you do this week. Oh, I played a game. Oh, let's talk about the game.
0: Yeah, but in Game Journal, the project that I'm doing, uh, is kind of going through all my backlog of games that I need to because I I I need to finish Skyrim at some point. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of games that I need to beat uh and I do like writing, so why not combine them uh where I play the game i kind of uh i have it's called journal entry scripted content on my gaming expedition i wrote uh stories that are personal creative stories history of the game and much more so each episode is going to be different in a way. It's going to have something that's going to be personal about me. Uh, there's going to be like creative stories and every game that I play is a journal entry. And I have this thing, thing called the live journal where I will be doing live streams. I just, that's to be determined because of my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon, I believe I'm switching the days. So I might have like an earlier uh, streaming time. Because right now I work 3 p.m. to 12 a.m. And I don't want to stream when I come home at 12 (laughs) a.m. I just wanted to relax and watch movies and stuff. And um, for Game Journal, the first entry premieres on Twitch on March 15th. So uh, be ready for that. And my final project that I'm going to be working on, because I don't want to put too much on my plate... Uh, is something political and something history at the same time it's called common ground Uh, with today's current events comes a history lesson every Wednesday Uh, it's gonna be alternate weekly content I'm gonna have a podcast where I invite somebody with a different opinion of mine and we are gonna try to find some common ground on issues uh, I actually do have a couple of people that have a different opinion than mine and Are like anti-gun and gun laws and all that stuff uh, So if you're not into politics this show would probably not be for you Uh, But I've been into politics for a while now, and then I have my scripted content which uh, Like I said in, in before it's like with today's current events like today, you know, there's a lot of talk about gun control so maybe there's going to be a history lesson on the Second Amendment and I will give you my thought on uh, gun control and all that stuff. And discussion and learning will make history on July 4th, 2018. So that's when Common Ground is coming out. So Andy, what do you think?
1: (laughs) Uh, It sounds like a lot of work to me, but (laughs) it all sounds... All well, sounds good, especially that first one. That's what I'm most interested in.
0: Yes. I'm actually going to be putting a lot of effort. I'm going to put all my effort in all these, but the written journey is going to be my my baby. So, oh, and I forgot to mention, Common Ground will be a YouTube exclusive. So uh, if you want to keep an eye on that, uh, just go to New Dubs Orders uh, YouTube. And I kind of made like New Dubs Order like a network now <laughs> because we have Big Trouble Podcast, The Written Journey, Game Journal, and now Common Ground. So, so much content. Yeah. So those are my uh, announcements. Be hype and get ready for a lot of content that's going to be coming out in 2018. Andy, do you have anything you want to talk about before we sign off?
1: Um, No, nothing specific. I'm going to let your announcements stand on their own.
0: Okay, and uh, Andy, you're always in- welcomed on Game Journal, by the way, if you want to oh, help yeah. out. um, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for uh, watching episode 29. Oh my god. Or listening. Or listening. Oh, fuck. Ah, I forgot that we have an audio one, too. Uh, Next week's episode is going to be episode 30. So, yay! 30 episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good number.
0: Yes. Can't wait until we get a hundred and then have a hundred listeners. Um make sure to remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh we also are on Podbean and iTunes. Uh to to find us on Podbean, go to BTILP dot We also have a Twitter, uh Pod. And also on iTunes, if you search Big Trouble and Little Podcast, we do pop up. Uh, Remember to give us a review, a like, and a comment on those too, because we want to know what you're thinking and feeling. And on that note, everybody, you have a good day and a good night. Peace out, everybody.